Hi, it's Erin, and welcome to An Emo Girl's Guide to the Galaxy, where we debate, rant, and curse too much. If you like books, sarcasm, and hate the patriarchy, then you've come to the right place. It's time for our Around the Rooms. Um, unfortunately, Jessica couldn't be here with us this week because she's dealing with some uh, uh, work and dog-related emergencies, so we support her uh, and send her our... She's here in spirit. She's here yeah. in spirit. And we have she's her book recommendations. <laughs> But I'll start. So uh, I read two mafia books for this episode. I read Brutal Prince by Sophie Lark, which was great. And I can talk about it more. And then I read Elite, which I have kind of a story about. And that's by Rachel Van Dyken. And it was something. It was a hot mess. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, but other than that, I have nothing really to contribute. So Erin, what have you been up to? So I got my tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm super happy with it. It's like always kind of nerve wracking. I feel like for me, at least getting a tattoo because you just, I don't know, it could be horrible or it could be great or you don't know. Especially because didn't this... you just like give him notes and we're like, good yeah. luck, make me something. So this is, yeah, this is like the first time I've gotten a tattoo where I was just like, I really like this artist's work and I want him to create something for me um, to kind of balance out another tattoo I had on my arm. And I just like he had the right vibe so yeah I just sent him like here's some inspirations this is kind of the placement I'd like but I just like really didn't micromanage at all so like I literally got there and I was like I have no idea what this is going to be and then he was like here's what I created and I was like I love it thank god <laughs> um, and then it came out even better like once it was actually done and he added like details and stuff so I'm like super stoked about that but I always like have that hesitant moment like afterwards where I'm like do I like it I know I, know. I do, <laughs> do I do I regret like, well hopefully this? you do because it's already on there <laughs> <laughs> uh so that and then i finished my rewatch of stranger things season yes. one my, i'm like one i was like okay you guys convinced me the rewatch was the way to go to get to season four but my husband wants to watch it with me because we've been watching it together from the beginning and he is like a grandpa and just wants to watch like <laughs> one episode a night and it's like that would drive long, me it's just I'm dying. So, but we finally, at the end, we watched three in one night, which is like, holy cow. Look at I you. binged Breaking the entire the series over a three-day weekend, so I, I don't know if I could do that. I would just watch it without him. <laughs> I know. I've been, like, thinking where he's like, I got to go to bed. I'm like, one more episode. Like, I don't know how he just goes to bed. It doesn't make any sense. But So, so hopefully good, we'll be starting season two soon, and hopefully that won't take us too long. But that's what I've been I'm doing. surprised after you're so long that you haven't had anything spoiled for you. You haven't, right? Like, you, know, you haven't A few, a few things, anything? but it doesn't seem like anything major. Like, anytime I see anything that kind of looks like Stranger Things, I try to, like, run away. I did see something about someone dying, but I don't know who they are, so I'm kind of like, oh. Uh, whatever at this point but yeah things are out there i'm trying not to not to see stuff but it's it's tough everyone's talking about it (laughs) this ties into my one of my updates too but go ahead i saw some tweets that had um like pictures of a screen it wasn't a screenshot it was like a picture of someone's tv or something and they were like what's happening and i couldn't figure out if like the two episodes were leaked that are coming out at the beginning of july Oh. And they're like, what's happening in this photo? And I was like, I don't want to know. And I scrolled away really fast. So yeah, that's all I've been doing. Like, anything, like, remotely. Is Twitter is just riddled with spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Instagram, too. Um, the Stranger Things Instagram account, which I think they probably posted on Twitter, too, uh, did a video of, like, a behind-the-scenes making-of video. And I was like, this is, this is the biggest I know. plot twist like of the season and you, just, you guys just have it out there with no spoiler tags there wasn't even like a 
a card before it saying Spoiler. like swipe if you haven't seen the end. I saw that. But oh my god, that's why I said I was surprised you haven't seen anything because they're just going for it. Like everything is out there. <laughs> yeah, they're like I, it's so, been a few weeks. All bets are off. I think the only Vans place is I, coming out with the Stranger Things line, so I need those in my life. Yeah, I think the only place I've seen some stuff is like maybe Facebook. I think maybe Facebook, because that's, like, the one place where I get, like, unsolicited, like, hey, you might be interested in this, or, like, other, and maybe I follow them on Facebook, but I'm on there the least, and then I just, like, scroll away, Um, but, yeah, I will not be following any Stranger Things accounts or anything, (laughs) so I'm done. Do it. (laughs) Yeah, just mute, mute it all, block it all until you're done. Yeah. Well, what part of my update was the fact that I went down a Jamie Campbell Bauer black hole, which happens... Every once in a while, for me. like I forget about him. Yeah. yeah, I forget about him, and then something reminds me that he exists, and then I like you know re reintroduce myself to him, and I'm just like I love you so much. <laughs> I know. Um, but I just want to take a moment to talk about how he is like a little emo boy. Like I forget how emo I do he too. is. He is in like a screamo band. I was like, gonna he say, is he in a band? band? Is it a screamo band? in. And he's, like, all tatted up. Like, whenever he does acting gigs or modeling gigs, they do a really good job of covering up all of his tattoos. But he has tattoos everywhere. And I'm just I like, so much. you are perfect. Like, you are my emo <laughs> Also, I, I You are Jason Arendale. Like... Yes. <laughs> he is pretty versatile, like, in the, in the acting characters that he can kind of do, I feel like, that I forget yeah. all the stuff he's in. I had to look. I looked him up. I know who he is, but I was like, I'm going to see what I know him from. And I was like, this, this, this. this. Like, so many things. I was like... Yeah, wow, he just really becomes that character that like, you kind of forget that he's the actor. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he's very, he's like the artsy type. Like he models yeah. and he acts and he sings and he's like he just looks, look. he looks nice. Nice. So <laughs> I'm, that's, everyone just go be part of the Jamie Campbell Bauer fan club like I yes, am. Yes, Um, I also got new glasses and yes. that's my favorite time of year they is like new glasses season. So I had to shout them out. They're like, clear plastic I think frames. mine are supposed to come today. I got the pair. That's how you know. Like <laughs> I got the pair eyewear ones where you snap them on and I'm so excited. You can always tell the people who have like been wearing glasses their whole life versus the ones who just have to like use them for reading or whatever because glasses becomes part of your personality <laughs> and fashion versus like yeah, I just picks them off the rack and like I'm good to yeah. go. Like you don't understand. <laughs> you yeah. need your new frames glasses. need to match your style. It's like new glasses, new face. Exactly. <laughs> yes, people don't recognize me without my glasses. Sometimes, like me that's too. how like I'm known for my glasses. Um, and then lastly, while we're talking about fashion, I just have to shout out American Eagle because I got some mom jeans and I don't think I've talked about them before, but I've been wearing them lately. And like, as an emo, you're like, you can take my skinny jeans off my cold dead body. Like, (laughs) that's it. But they're so comfortable. Like, baggy mom jeans are the way to go. And you can live out your grunge dreams in a pair of American Eagle mom jeans. Like, that's... They're my now my new go to. Gen Z might be a little bit onto something. Yeah. <laughs> I still As never wear jeans to admit. anymore. <laughs> Although honestly, Gen Z kills it in a lot of ways, so fine. <laughs> All right, are we ready for main topic? All right. If you didn't realize when you clicked in to listen, listener, today's episode is about <laughs> mafia romance. <laughs> I mean, I guess it could be mafia, mafia in general, but we know who we are. Romance is always involved. So yeah. we all were like, let's explore the mafia romance genre. 
And I will just start by saying I have literally read no mafia romance books. So I was like, I have to read something. And uh, I had to just go through a couple of things. It was not good for me. This is not you my You had a bad mind. time. <laughs> I, I had a bad time, I will say. And I wasn't sure several times, like, should I DNF this? Should I try another one? Should I just stick it out? And I DNF'd one and then I stuck it out on the other. And I don't, still don't know which, if I made the right choice. Decisions. <laughs> I have regrets. <laughs> I do. I do. And then, like, I, I feel like it's hard. I don't want to judge, a, like, a subgenre on, like, just the one book I managed to finish. But I feel hesitant to ever pick another one up. So did you guys get something that yeah, you enjoyed? <laughs> well, I kind of have. So a while ago, Rachel Van Dyken had, um, I, 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 was it a contest or... I got an ARC of her book, Ruthless Princess, and Ruthless Princess is a mafia series spinoff of her Eagle Elite series. And I read that book and I really liked it. It was like a lot of fun and very emo and dramatic um, because it was very Romeo and Juliet, like opposing families and then they fall in love. I was into it. Um, Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds fun. Yeah, it was great. Um, There is, I wanted to mention, there is like a novella prequel that I read that sort of, if you haven't read Eagle Elite, it sort of sets up the families and gives you all the information you need to go into the new series. So if you want to read Ruthless Princess, be sure to pick that up too. But anyway, so I was like, this was the perfect opportunity for me. I was like, I'm going to read the Elite books because I wanted to go back to those since I read Ruthless Princess. And it was such a hot mess. I hate saying that because I love Rachel Van Dyken, but it was oh, no. really weird. And this girl who's like from Wyoming, Wyoming and grew up with a bunch of cows and stuff. She wins this lottery scholarship thing to go to this school and then she gets there and then like everyone's really randomly mean to her and she can't figure out why and and then there's like some insta love that happens and i was like why do you like this person you've known him the whole book literally takes place in like a week so it was just nuts i don't know and it was really weird but i also read brutal prince by sophie lark and that was great so i want to keep reading those (laughs) Um, so I didn't know much about the mafia genre and when I was like looking to find something to read I was like googling stuff so I was like came across lists like best mafia romances blah 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 and like one of them was like before they got to that I I could probably link it if I can google it again but it was like talking about the different like tropes that are really common in mafia romances which I didn't know any of this because I've never read it but like the arranged marriage one is like a big thing and yeah that was in the two. That, that's what happened in the book that yeah, I read. Yeah, that's what happened in the in marriage. the Brutal Prince book by Sophie Lark that I read. I, have yeah, I was no into problem it with that trope. I think I hate it. I think that might be a trope I hate. I love that. Trope. It was not working. I don't know me. why, but I really love that trope. I think it's like an enemies to lovers kind of thing. I, I, that's the part I really like. Unless he's like, unless I think terrible. the the appeal of arranged marriage for me as a Virgo shut in <laughs> is like the lack the like you don't need to try part like, Oh, you're, you arranged my marriage. I totally, like, re- I you know, totally feel that. Ever after. Does that, does that happen in real life? No. Do I need to go on not. Hinge like, or Tinder to probably find would never work. But like in this, in this book reality where like my father arranges a marriage for me because he needs this like other mafia bosses approval and like all of his money, like, sure. 
just so happens we actually fall in love. Great. Easier for me. I have to do little, little work on my end. I feel like I could get behind it better. And there might be books out there like this, what I'm about to describe. Just was not what I read. If, like, they're both, like, ugh, we have to, like, arrange, be married to each other, and it is that enemies to yes. lovers, and then they're like, all right, That's you're not so bad at them. That's what my like book was. Other. That's The too, two yeah. books that I picked up, the girls were like, no, I don't want to marry them. And they're like, you're going to do it anyway. And then, like, the men were just like, suck it up. Like, you're going to have sex with me, and you're my property. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, and, like, weird. they were like, I, I can do what I want with you because you're my wife, and I want this because it's a good power move, and, like, it is what it is. And they're like... Basically being, like, for, like kidnapped, I feel like. It's horrible. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Caveat that, like, it has to be mutual hatred on both sides yeah. and not, like, a creepy, like, Forced against, man being, yeah. like, haha. It, it's, it's icky when the dude is just, like, yeah. overly excited to have, like, ownership of this woman. Yeah. But I, I read The Sweetest Oblivion by Danielle Laurie, and that one is also an arranged marriage, but the dude is just like, I have to get married now because I have to figure out who is going to be my next partner. I don't care who she is, whatever. Um, And it ends up being, like, the younger sister first, and then the younger sister, something happens, and then he does a deal for the main character because he actually becomes obsessed with her as the families are, like, meeting and getting to know each other. And there's, like, a whole thing, and it was actually really good. However, I did want to caveat that as I was on Goodreads after I read it, I there was, like, a, a top uh, review about how the author is, like, racist and the problematic. And so I did some research into this, and sh- from a Twitter thread that I found, which I'll also link out if anybody is interested... Um, I found out that she was, like, liking Tommy Lauren tweets and liking anti-BLM content, and even though she hasn't come out and said anything, like, blatantly racist, it's, like, actions speak louder than words, obviously. Yeah, super sus. Um, so even though the Maid series was, like, before I knew this seemed really good, I don't think I'm gonna finish it just because of what I found afterward. So, lesson in due diligence, and obviously, like, sometimes art is good, but people are just trash, trash. so... Yeah, people suck. Yeah, but anyway, that's my caveat, is that I read it before I knew it, and then I went down this spiral of, like, research, and then I felt bad, and I was like... Yeah, and you're like, how can you... Then I felt icky, too, because she has, like, Colombian mob bosses in her books, and then, like, character, oh, no. and, like, the Italian mob bosses, and I'm like, this seems kind of weird now, knowing that you're kind of racist, and you're writing about, like, Italians and Colombians, yeah. and, like, them being mafia and doing bad things. Yeah, don't. And then don't it just, like, doesn't... That. It doesn't work good after... It doesn't work well after you find out that, you know, there's, like, this iffy past background of the author yeah for sure but well so speaking of this is a lighter version of that but speaking of like looking into the author and being like oh okay um the book the one book that i did finish reading is um called bound by honor by cora riley um and it was like confusing me a little bit because like and i think i read a review that i was like oh this is like coming back to my mind but she the main characters are from chicago and then they the girl gets married off to one of the mob guy in new york so Chicago, New York. But these girls are saying words, like, for their cell phone, calling it, like, a mobile. And then they're, like... (laughs) Or they're mobile, right? And then they're, like, um, saying, like, oh, I'm not too keen to do that or whatever. Like, they're using the word keen. And it's, like, it's very, like... (laughs) 
European <laughs> or like Australian or so, uh, not American. Like no one from Chicago yeah. is like calling it a mobile and saying I'm from Chicago and we never called it that. <laughs> yeah, but ter- like come to find out, I'm like doing research and looking into this. This author is from like Germany. So I'm like, it's very uh, weird that you're going to be from Germany, but then, like, write about, like, the Chicago mob. Yeah. And then, like, not yeah, get your slang correct at all. Yeah. yeah. That's just laziness. Like, you can't even do a quick Google search or ask somebody who's from the area what they call a cell phone. Like, I know. Yeah, or just that you have <laughs> uh, no idea that people call it a cell phone. Like, you don't know that. Your brain doesn't know that. Like, you're not worldly enough to know that hurts me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just can't. And then another issue that I had, like, outside of, like, the plot, which I definitely want to get more into, but if I never read or hear the word folds again, I will be quite content. Every sex scene, the word folds. Yeah. Okay? Like, and sometimes I'll be, like, two sentences back to back. Touching the folds. Parting the fold. Like... No, I was so (laughs) like, like, I was already not having a great time. But like, if you're keen, I'm like, I'm sorry, just like folds. Absolutely no. Yeah, I think you, Erin, you just had a really bad experience because I felt like nothing in my book happened until maybe like 50% into it, maybe even further on down the line, like nothing happens for the first half. And I was just like, this tension neat like what it's just it was so good and i was totally fine with no yeah folds <laughs> folds was happening, folds was happening. <laughs> um, um yeah we can also give jess's recommendations too even though she's not here because she had a really good time reading her mind i know books, i feel like she, she would balance us out better to be like telling us about she, the good time instead yeah, of me she just said, telling you about the bad time <laughs> She said the Queens and Monsters series by J.T. Gessinger was 10 out of 10. She read all four of them, and they were amazing, and they have really boss bitch heroines. And she said that she loves Mafia, but she thinks it's because she just loves an evil dude sometimes. Which, Sounds for better. me, that I was thinking about this this morning, and I don't know why it popped into my head, but I was like... The concept of the way mob bosses are written in, like, romance books, I really like because it's, like, the bossy possessiveness trope of mob boss yeah, where it's, like, that. no one's gonna touch you anymore, like, only me, like, you better not, I don't want to see any guy talking to you, like, don't smile at anybody, like, something about that is just, I live for that, <laughs> but then in reality... Like, watching it on screen or meeting somebody like that, I'd be like, screw you. Like, what are you? I'm going to go out and do my, live my life. Like, what are you talking about? Okay, whatever. And I was thinking about the Godfather movies because they, there's marriages in those movies. And, like, everything that happens in a mafia book happens in the Godfather movies. But I would never sit there and be like, wow, this mob boss is hot. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, no. like that doesn't happen when I'm watching it or seeing it, but in a book, I'm like, wow, this is it. This guy's, this, the the epitome of a hot dude. Because I feel like I can handle that so much better if it's like, 
like their mates. I don't know. It's like a fave warrior. I just, yeah. It just works better for me because I'm like, well, they are There's mates, a reason. so nobody There's should like, touch her. Yeah. But if her father sold her off to another mafia, then I'm like, how dare you men that you can control her? I get it because like, I get it because you don't have to blame the person. There's an outside source that you can blame and it's not their fault. It's because they're mates. Yeah, or they're, like, going through the mating thing, and he's just being extra jealous because of his animalistic instincts. It's not yeah. his personality. It's yeah. the beast within. I, <laughs> I can forgive that. I also think that you just had a bad experience with, like, the main male characters in your books because the main dude in the book that I read, even though he is, like, obviously a mob boss who commits crimes – it was very much like the main girl pushed back on him and it was sarcasm and like the fact that she didn't follow the rules and was really rude that That's like brought him too. in. And so I think it's like the balance. Like you can have the overbearingness in a real person that doesn't have to do with like a mated yeah. fantasy world. But as long as the girl isn't a pushover who's just like, my daddy said I have to be here so I just gotta suck it up and like, like cry like as long as the girl is i think that's the key because i think that's the key because in brutal prince the one i liked she was like a real spitfire and she was sassy and she didn't want to do anything that they said and she like went out of her way to fuck over the other guy like she would do stuff to (laughs) fuck with him um yeah and in the one i didn't like she was like a real ditz she didn't know what was going on she was like what and she was running around everywhere, and he was like, "I have to protect you." And and it t- there's a twist at the end of the book, and it took I saw it coming from like page two, and she she took her forever. I was like, "You're an idiot, and I don't like you." <laughs> and of course, that's the book I don't like. So I think it really matters how like. Yeah, for me, if the girl isn't like bossy and rude and sarcastic and like against the patriarchy then i'm just like whatever this is just like real life i don't need this i don't i don't need this in my life also i'm 100 percent convinced that if i was the daughter of a mob boss like he would have shipped me off to be a nun like when i turned 15 like i don't i wouldn't have survived in a mafia family i'm for sure like going to the nunnery and but in my book like they were like like physical like the dad was like whacking the girls in the face and like it was rough and then uh, oh my god, it was just bad. Like, they were young in the beginning. So, like, the two books I started, the one girl was, like, 19, maybe, and she was, like, supposed to be promised to this, like, 23-year-old guy that she like, grew up with. Seemed like, oh, like, they were, like, friends, and she had a big crush on him. It was gonna be great. And then, like, some, like, 30-year-old senator came in and made a deal with the dad and was, like, he, like, tricked her into kissing her him, and then, like, I don't know, it was, like, really creepy right from the beginning, and I was, like, I, I don't think I can do this. Plus, then it was, like, weird love triangle because the guy that she grew up with like saw the kiss she thought it was him but it was actually the other the old guy um i think they were like at a masquerade and he took the guy's mask but but then i was like am i getting into like a weird like age difference romance but also love triangle also forced arranged marriage on a teenage girl like I, I hate this so then i was like let me try another one and so that first one was um the kiss thief by lj shen I just couldn't finish it. And then I did the the Bound by Honor. And that one was like, it starts out the girl's like 15. And they're like marrying her off to this guy in, her, in his like early 20s. 
they're like, well, we'll wait till she's 18. But they, like, technically don't have to because, like, who's going to stop them? The dad will just give permission and she can get married. Yeah. Um, but then, like, somehow the mom or whoever was just like, she needs to finish school. So they're like, fine, we'll wait till she's 18. But, like, they do, like, the engagement party when she's 15. They, like, dress her all up in, like, really revealing clothing, like, present her to him. And he, like, proposes. So then that whole time from, like, eight, 15 to 18, like, she's engaged. And... It's super uncomfortable. And then they do the whole, like, oh, we need to see the bloody sheets on the wedding night. And she's just, like, hysterically sobbing. And it's pretty much, like, please don't rape me. And then he's, like, fine. You're going to not let me take what's mine. And then he, like, cuts his arm and bleeds on the sheets. And she's, like, Sorry, I have to inconvenience you by not making you rape me. (laughs) Yeah. And then she's, like, well, maybe he doesn't. He he, Maybe there's something to him. And then, like, one of her friends was, like. Oh, yeah. Oh, he didn't rape me. So he must be this great man. But, like, he wanted to. He was, like, really was, like, wanted to. And then. Oh, my God. It just was so bad. It was so Stockholm Syndrome. And then, like. She, like, someone was, like, make him fall in love with you so then it won't be so miserable. And, like, at least he's hot because one of them got married off to, like, an old, fat, bald guy or something. And um, she was complaining about it. And then, I don't know, really the whole entire plot was, like, she just eventually gives in to having sex with him. And then they just have so much sex. And she's like, sex is great. And then he has no personality. There's no development of the relationship. She just enjoys sex enough that she's like, I think I love him. And then they love each other. And it doesn't make any sense. And then his brother (laughs) is going to marry her sister, who's 16, as soon as she turns 18. So then she gets pissed about that. And then there's like a shootout at the end and she takes a bullet for him. And then he's like, I love you too. It it was so stupid. And I was so mad the whole time. because I was like, there was no actual development of the relationship other than like, we're good at sex together. Okay. (laughs) I guess if you have to be married to someone like, and you have to have sex with them because they're going to take it either way. Like, but he, Oh, and then the worst part was she walked in on him in the beginning before they did ever have sex, but they had been like kissing him like railing some other girl like what? she walks in from behind he's just like aggressively like fucking this other girl after they're married yeah, no. yes no and she's like you cheated on me and i saw with my own eyeballs and he's like this isn't even a real marriage because you won't have sex with me you think i'm just gonna be i hate a monk? that so much oh my god it was so bad you guys but i was like i already didn't finish one like i was like i don't think i could start a third i thought one. it was like, funny haha bad and now i'm pissed off <laughs> Yeah, I think I think honestly though, you just really did have a bad experience with the genre because from what I read and from the ones that I had recommended to me, they all sounded really good and nothing like that at all. I don't know how I did this to myself. They were on lists of like people recommending them. Like uh, somebody led me astray on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) This is this is reminiscent of my Twilight recommendation where I was told they all have cool powers betrayal. and she saves the day. And it's just, yeah, it's utter betrayal. So I understand the I feeling. I do feel betrayed. I trust that there are good mafia books out there, but did they make their way to me? I hope nobody ever feels this about us. Like, I really truly want to know if ev- someone ever feels betrayed oh God, by I any of my book recommendations. I hope I never lead anybody astray. Actually, I don't think my ego could take it. I think I'd feel too sad. Don't tell don't me. Don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. See, my... 
my Virgo is like, I need constructive criticism. Like, what about what I said led you astray? So I never say it again and I fix it. So that way people actually want to read these books. No, now. my Cancer <laughs> is like, you hate me. I'm the worst person ever. I need to go cry till. I'm a Sagittarius. So I don't care either way. You can tell yeah, me. I it doesn't matter. Can we, talk about, can we talk about the fact that in like all mafia stories, they're all like religious like quote <laughs> like i don't like my book started off with them at sunday mass and then like the scene after some dude gets shot in the head and dies at a at a, a luncheon at a sunday saints. luncheon and the dad make forces them all to finish lunch with a dead body on the floor and i'm like y'all just came from church yeah. <laughs> like, you guys need to go back <laughs> what they're like yeah we're we're more like what do they say like we're catholic and i need to go confess but i know that the priest is on my dad's payroll and i'm like that doesn't that doesn't seem right like i don't yeah what church are you going to no. that's the thing these girls are like trapped and so i think i was looking forward because the what, book i read is like a series like the girl the one girl gets promised to his brother so i was like oh eventually that's gonna be a book and i looked at the blurb on goodreads and she like runs away to europe and i'm like hell yes girl that's all i wanted your sister to do run the fuck away Run away. They swear they can't find you. I don't know how good the mafia is at finding people. Probably pretty good, but maybe <laughs> they won't catch you. And that's her thing. She, like, runs away to Europe, and then they, like, find her and drag her back. And I'm like, that's horrible. Like, you need this girl so bad. Why? Yeah. She's not your mate, okay? <laughs> Go pick a different girl. I don't know. There should be no dragging unless she's mated. Yeah. Mine was it's... religious. Like, they mentioned it but it wasn't a major theme in the book like like in brutal prince it's the um italian mafia and there's the uh irish mafia and the guy is from the irish mafia and so one of the factors that play into their arranged marriage is that they're both catholic so they're like it's a good match because we're both catholic and and the and then the the two that are supposed to get married are like i hate this guy (laughs) I hate them. Why are we yeah. doing this? But that was it wasn't like was a major too, where it was like, oh, you'll never go with that person because he's not Italian. And I'm like, I didn't know this was a thing that existed in the mob. Like you can't date or marry anybody that's not like I know the same ethnicity as you. But then now that I'm thinking about it, it might just be because the author that I read what is also racist. I don't know, but like no, that was yeah. that was mentioned in mine too. <laughs> I I would have been much more interested in like a mafia book where like somebody not in the mafia like falls in love with someone in the mafia so then they're like introduced to the mafia world and then like dealing with a mafia boyfriend like what's that like not a teenage girl getting like yeah that's icky i don't that happened kind of in my book so the sister actually likes the gardener and they have a thing going on and and like there's a part of the book where you find out that the older sister, like, does a deal with her then fiancé or husband and says, like, make sure they don't kill him. And so then they end up getting engaged, but you don't see anything after that. Like, it's all it happens all off-page. None of that happens. I don't know if there's a story about them. There might be. But in the beginning of Sweetest Oblivion, the main girl actually has, like, all of this PTSD because she runs away with this random dude she meets at... A carnival and that dude dies because he wasn't part of the mafia and he didn't have the right to like touch her or be with her so the family like tracks him down and shoots him and kills him oh my god so that's what happens if you're not part of the mafia if you're the dude and <laughs> not the girl 
<laughs> you just died. Okay, this is making me think, though. Did you guys, how far did you guys get into Riverdale, the show? Did you guys ever uh, watch it? I didn't, no. I think I watched some of season two. There's a, is it season two? There's a part where Archie, like, gets initiated into the mafia and it was so funny (laughs) yeah he starts doing errands for um veronica's dad you know he's like the mafia he starts doing stuff for them and then he like slowly gets integrated in there and i didn't like i didn't finish season two and i don't know what happens but it was hilarious because it's archie anyway that's all he's like such a little boy next door (laughs) yeah and he's like, all right, I can do we... stuff for you. And he's trying to be all tough. And I'm like, that's not working. You have bright neon red hair. <laughs> I did. Anyway. I did see this series on Amazon because it was on Kindle Unlimited that I didn't read, but I wanted to read. I think I downloaded the first book and it's called like Buttons and Lace or something and Buttons. And the concept <gasps> oh, is that, that. this girl, <clears throat> it sounded really good. Yeah. And I just didn't have a chance to pick it up so if anybody has read it let me know if I should even bother but the concept is that the girl makes a deal with the mob boss to help her out of like some type of thing that she's dealing with and all of the deals she makes are like buttons or whatever like the way that she has to pay him back are doing things for him like favors or whatever it might be and for every favor that she does for him she gets a button and the way that she gets out of being like basically an indentured servant is by filling a jar of up of buttons and that's why it's called like buttons and whatever and i was like this sounds really good would i like doing favors for buttons absolutely not but this sounds like something i'd enjoy (laughs) (laughs) i just can't uh, uh, listen I had too much bad luck. I'm not reading another mafia book until one of you specifically can guarantee to me that it will not be as bad as what I've read. And then I will trust. I trust you guys. Brutal Prince. Yeah, could probably get through. On the internet, I do not trust. Brutal Prince was good. I think yeah. I have a hard to, I think mafia has a lot of elements of bully romance and I have a hard time with mm-hmm. bully romance. So at least <clears throat> there were aspects of that in Brutal and yeah, Brutal Prince in the beginning when they both hate each other and they're like trying to fuck with each other all the time. So they're like pranking one another. And, um, I don't know. Some of it, it just made me mad, which I always have a problem with in bully romances too. So, but then it gets yeah. better. So I don't know. That's a me thing though. Yeah. I did not get better. I just feel like, I, like, <laughs> like I said, if they both hate each other, then it's like fun. Cause then you can see them like start to like each other. And then there's tension there. Right. And then it's like, even if one's like, okay, I think this could be really great, but like, I'm gonna try to convince you in like an actual fun, flirty way, then that's cool. But my guy literally was just like, it is what it is. You're my property. Like, you don't have to like it. I don't have to like it, but we're still gonna have sex together. It was like, that is just a yucky vibe. Yeah, that's not good. You're not trying to make her like you. Is there, Erin, I don't know if you did any research into like the psychology behind why these types of men may or may not be a thing like or anything like that like what is it about mafia (laughs) so i didn't look up anything specifically about like mafia but i have like had kind of like running in the back of my head like sort of the thought about um just like the sort of that alpha man or like that toxic alpha man but like in real life no thank you but like somehow in fiction it really works for us i think just be like that it's sort of like that the ultimate like pr- like weird 
outward signs that you love me, right? By being like this, like no one can touch you and like yeah. being super controlling um, in a way that in real life is super unhealthy, but you can kind of like, you can appreciate you know reading a book fiction. that like, you know, it's going to be okay. In the end that they're going to be on the same page that she likes him, he likes her and it's going to be fine. So you can sort of like safely explore like what that is to sort of be in that role. Um, because you don't want to that in real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, like, the balancing out of, like, the alpha personality traits with, like, other traits that people wouldn't necessarily have if they were actually like that in real life. Like, if a dude was like, I'm going to shoot this guy in the head because he touched you in real life, he probably isn't stable yeah. versus, like, a mafia boss is doing it to prove a point. But then he also has a balance of, like, I'm going to, like, make you comfortable and I'm going to make sure that nobody touches you or nobody does anything yeah. or, and blah, blah, blah. And they're, like, like fantastic in bed and you're going to get four orgasms in a row. It's like that. It's like <laughs> they have, like, the ultimate control, right? They have control over themselves. They have control over you. They have control over their environment. So, like, they are just, like, running the show and it's like, holy shit, look at this man who can just make anything he wants happen and mm-hmm, he wants yeah. me and he's going to, like... Uh, keep me protected and then like take care of me in that kind of way that's like and he's gonna like rough me up but it's in a good way like you know like rough sex (laughs) and shit like I don't know (laughs) that sort of thing I think it's just like that like that like over outward like control and just like showing the world that like this is my woman and it's like not in a way that you're like hey if a real person was doing this we have some problems. Yeah, back off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And because, like, typically in the books, like, if they're gonna, like, fight back, if the girl, like, sasses back, like, those guys, nine out of ten times are gonna be, like, that's hot that you, like, sass me yeah. back. So then you get, like, that really fun, like, back and forth. Whereas, like, in real life, if you had a man like that and you sass him back, like, you probably get, you'd probably be in danger. Like, these would be dangerous yes. men to us yes. in real life. So yeah. it's, like, a fun way of exploring sort of, like, dangerous sort of elements that are can be fun and sexy but like without actual danger happening yeah right. except for in the book that i read where it did feel like danger might be happening <laughs> yeah. except for in the trauma you experienced yeah. it's very close is it game time it's game time yes. i have a really fun game i'm excited i test this out on people to make sure that i made it kind of hard but fun um so let me find my tab Okay, so today's game is, can you guess if it is a mob boss in real life or if it's a fake mob boss? Yes. So I'm going to read some of, some nicknames and then you guys have to guess if <laughs> it is a real mob boss or not. And I, for the real people, I found... Uh, some articles that gave their names and also, like, background of what they actually did in their mob bossy eras and stuff. So we'll link that out if anybody is interested in, like, nice. in real life mob bosses. Um, okay, so first one is Big Tuna. Real mob boss or fake mob boss? Real. 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 Big tuna. <laughs> yeah. It's a real I feel like I think boss. I've heard that before and I don't even know what I've heard would have heard that. <laughs> yes. What about the Wizard of Odds? Fake? 
shooting in the dark here. I have no idea. I want to say yes. That's real. The Wizards of o- Wizard of Odds is a real mob boss. Yes, this is such a mouthful. weird one. <laughs> Who wants to say that? Hey, yo! It's the um, Wizard of okay. Oz. Odds. <laughs> um. Okay. What about Willy Potatoes? <laughs> No, no. If this is real, I'll be dead. I'll die right now. I'm going to say real just because I think it's funny. <laughs> Willy Potatoes is also a real Yo! <laughs> now I have to die. <laughs> I love that so- Yes, I was literally like laughing on the floor, crying, reading these names, and I was like, "How are people comfortable with these names? I, I don't understand." Wait, and then like that makes me think that these are like ha- like that sounds like a hazing name. Like you enter a frat, they haze you. You're like you're a stupid potato head, and then later you said, I'll show that. you by being the boss and then keeping that potato name. Potato. Okay, potato. what? What about two fingers, two fingers, whorl? Two fingers what? Whorl. Whorl. Yeah, that's just their last name. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like two fingers could be so many things. I don't know. Loretta, what's your guess? I'm going to say fake, but I'm not confident. It's fake. (laughs) (laughs) But potatoes is real. Um, Yeah. That's what I'm telling you. I just felt that in my heart. Um, okay, what about Baby Shacks? Baby Shacks? Fake? Real. Baby Shacks is real. What does that mean? <laughs> I also, reading the descriptions of these dudes, this is the only one I actually remember the, like, how the nickname came to be. So apparently this dude, it's a mixture of two nicknames, so they called him Babyface because in his younger years he had oh. a baby face. And then the Shacks part comes up because he was like notorious for shacking up with a bunch of women. So they called baby him Shack. Baby Shacks. And it just I'm stuck. Of the actual I don't... Shack, like person. <laughs> like, <I> don't... <laughs> baby Shacks is a real person. So Baby Shacks, if you're out there. Shack as a baby. Uh, hello. Hello. <laughs> hello, Baby Shack. Um, okay. <laughs> what about. Celso the Fang Prentice. Fang Prentice. Fake. I keep saying fake and it's wrong, so I'm going to say real, but I don't know. Well, I keep saying real. (laughs) Maybe I should say real. Celso the Fang Prentice is fake. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Um, Okay, what about Ice Pick Willie? Real. That sounds real. Yes, Ice Pick Willie is a real mom boss. Just Willie. If it's Willie Potatoes, Ice Pick Willie. Um, what about Junior Lollipops? No. Please no. Please let that be fake. Yeah, fake. Junior Lollipops is real. No. Is real these dude. are so lame. <laughs> Some of these are so lame. <laughs> uh, I told you, yeah, I tested these out and 75% got them wrong. Because oh I don't know how these mob bosses are picking out their names. But... Junior Lollipops. I mean, that's just... No. It's not intimidating. No. Okay, what about Louie Haha? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's real anymore. <laughs> no, I know my head scrambles a bit. I'm going to say real. I'm going to say fake. <laughs> Louie Haha is also a real person. Yes. <laughs> I keep feeling like Loretta. Uh, I'm like, Dad's trying to pull one over on me, and then. (laughs) Okay, what about the Viper? Real. That sounds real. 
Nope. Damn Thanks. it. I was like, it's that <laughs> too real. How if does Viper not fake, make it, but Lollipops yeah. does? Yes. <laughs> if it sounds ridiculous and fake, it's real. That's what I've learned. Um, okay. What about Two Tricks Manual? Yeah, that's probably real because that's. Real. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Real? Two Tricks Manual is fake. I oh, made it up. Okay, good. <laughs> That's Rub good news. Generator. I'm relieved. <laughs> All right. Um, I think I have three more. Um, what about Charlie Wagons? Did I say this one already? No. Charlie Wagons. That sounds There's real. A wagon that you. Charlie Wagons. That sounds weird. So it's real. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, Charlie Wagons is a real mob boss. <laughs> It also, can like... we just talk about the fact that there are so many mob bosses? I know. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I did not know the mob was just everywhere. Um, I I feel like actually what I'm learning is like if you absolutely would not choose that as your mob boss name, then that is a real mob boss. Somewhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I would be the um, Viper. That sounds dope, but that's not real. Right. Yeah. I mean, Ice Pick Willie, to be fair, kind of sounds cool. Yeah, that like, sounds pretty dope. You know? Yeah, that one's not Like, bad. You, you bludgeon people with an ice pick, maybe? I don't know. That's I mean, the, that's the vibe I would so get. Yeah. yeah. But I'd probably be um, a freaking potato head or something. <laughs> all right. The last I do like Willie potatoes, two. but I'm the only one, I think, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, what about Cockeyed Lou? Sounds too regular. I'm yeah, too that fake. sounds fake. No, Cockeyed Lou is also a Roma boss. <laughs> this is a good game because um, I don't know what's happening in life <laughs> life anymore. <laughs> I don't I don't understand how most of these guys got their names, but we have the article to go back to to remember. <laughs> um okay, last one. Are you ready? Yes. Is Bootsy. That sounds real. Because it sounds so ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, Bootsy is also a real mom. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, Yo, Bootsy. But yeah, that's our... <laughs> it's your Honestly, bell, Lily. I can see... I can... <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. I mean, they probably did have a conversation like that at some point. Who knows? But I... I'm glad I picked some good, some winners for us to choose. Yeah, really this did. was a really fun um, time. But, yeah. My brain will so be scrambled we, for the rest of the day, though. We can have, see, we can have a good fun time reading Mob Boss stuff as long as they have a weird nickname to make fun of. Yeah, my, <laughs> mine, um, in my book, he had an, a cool sounding name, The Vice, which, like, cause that's pretty like a cool. Because he strangled someone with his hands. <laughs> he didn't have potatoes. That makes or, sense. Yeah. In the book I read, the nickname for the main guy was Ace because the first dude he killed, he shoved like an ace of spades down his throat, and See, so that's they called pretty him dope. Ace, and I was like, "But that's cool okay. too. That's badass. Those are two badass names. <laughs> but real mob bosses don't have badass names. Learned besides two picks. Maybe, really. maybe it's on purpose. Like maybe they're it's part of their undercover thing. Like if you don't have a badass nickname." Yeah. Then you're that's true. less likely to be suspected. Like, yeah, that's just Bootsy. He, just, he lives <laughs> down the street from me. That's you know, baby shacks. Don't worry business. about it. It's baby yeah. shacks. Yeah. <laughs> Willie potatoes. I'm never that's a lollipop. Wait, what's the lollipop one again? Ju- uh, junior lollipops. Junior no. lollipops. That's just I hate no. that so much. 
Yeah, maybe that yeah, is. Yeah, he just, you know, he has I the hope they don't watch this. lollipops and he gives them out to the kids that live <laughs> on the street. They put a hand I love junior lollipops. I, I was kidding. <laughs> no, you guys are really cool, I swear. <laughs> Please don't put a hit on on us. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, all right. Well, that is this week's episode. So we hope you had fun uh, reliving some mafia horror stories and also fun times with us. And we will see you next weekend. Uh, be sure to follow us on social. We're on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Emo Girls Guide. And may your day be blessed with main character energy. Main character energy. Woo!